exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the Phantom Radio Studios in Lake Wales, Florida home of the premier radio bowling talk show. Long ago, Bowlers Journal International called Phantom Radio a pioneer in the field of bowling podcasts because the show was regularly scheduled at the same time each week. The late Kegel owner, the great John Davis, told Len Nicholson to start this program because, quote, people need to know what you know, end quote. This PBA and Bowling Writer Hall of Famer has now recorded over 1,200 shows and has featured over 425 guests since 2002. 20 years plus of bowling knowledge, story sharing, and true expertise. Phantom, we need to know what you know. So Phantom fans, here's your host, Len Nicholson, The Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Kegel Company. Well, Phantom fans, this week's guest is simply one of the greatest women bowlers of all time. She's been with us before, and I recently saw her at the 40th anniversary of the High Rollers reunion, and it's hard to believe how quickly time goes by, but she remains beautiful, energetic, active, and displays her love and passion for our great sport. With total respect, here is the great Wendy McPherson. Hello, Wendy, and welcome back to the show. Phantom, thank you. It's an absolute pleasure to be back after the long, hard couple years we've all been through. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what, it has been tough, and it doesn't seem like it's getting any easier, but, you know, I saw you at the reunion and I got to tell you, sweetheart, you know, the time went by in my mind. I remember you just as a young teenager uh, being the star of the Bay Area, and you were coming on strong as gangbusters. And I could go through your your bio, but it would take the whole show. <laughs> I, could, I could name all the things you've done, but like I say, uh, we won't have time for the rest of it. But, you know, you looked wonderful that night. And uh, I saw your husband, Nick, and, and I'll tell you what, I got the chills seeing you. And, and thanks for coming back on the show, honey. Lenny, it was an absolute pleasure seeing you and meeting your son for the first time. You know, good-looking young man. And, you know, I, I, it was interesting to be at the party and see everybody uh, industry-wise, you know, anybody and everybody who's been our friends for decades and decades. It, it just was great to see a bunch of friendly faces, maskless, you know, ready to have a good time and share love with one another. And I saw not only you, but I saw uh, Paul Renteria. I remember him. I was just a little kid living in Tucson uh, before he went on to fame and fortune at the High Rollers. And just a whole bunch of people there. It was a wonderful reunion. And and my hat's off to Brad Edelman for keeping that thing together at 40 years. I mean, I remember when he asked me if I if I had anybody that could help him out because it's growing a little bit faster than he thought the high roller would. And 
and I recommended my buddy Nick Melnikoff, and Nick went down, he worked, and there you were, just a young little girl <laughs> working for the high roller, and, and you're still there. You know what, uh, Phantom, leave it to Nick Melnikoff. He's the re one of the reasons, along with uh, Mark Andulia, you know, um, in 1992, that was the one and only tournament, the Super Bowl High Roller that the Edelmans and High Roller allowed professionals to bowl. So I entered $1,000. I bowled one game. I did not win my match. <laughs> but I saw Nick there and Mark Andulia. I'm like, what the heck are you guys doing? And I want to be part of this. And that at that point... Seeing them work for the company um, was when I approached the Edelmans um, uh, at that time, Norm and Bra uh, uh, Brad's father, Norm Edelman, and spoke with Brad and told him I would absolutely love to work for the High Roller when I was home from tour. And uh, how great, you know, living in Vegas. And if I'm home, I'll come and help. And I want to be part of the winner's circle. And I want to spin the big drum when it all, you know, that was the greatest area. Because everyone who won their matches were, was in, fa you know, everyone was in a fabulous mood. And because they're winners. And they come and draw from this big barrel. Yeah. Um, you know, drawing their time for their next round, their second round. And I'm like, there's Nick Melnikoff doing it and Mark Andulia, and I'm like, I, I want to do that. There's great energy around here. <laughs> so that's how really how it all started. And um, since 1992, I'd been working with the High Rollers. And um, 2013 Phantom, again, my age, I forget, it, maybe 2000. Yeah, 2013, um, I started working with Brad um, in High Roller, working full-time. So Monday through Friday, I head on into the office, and, you know, I'm, I'm blessed. I, I was one part of my life and career, I was a bowler, and the, the another part of my life and career, um, I'm administratively part of it, and um I couldn't be more fortunate to be a part of and work with uh, Brad Edelman, Chet Hunter. Um, you know, these are, are are two of the greatest in our industry as far as running tournaments. And I'm blessed to have learned a lot of their ways, carry on the tradition of the way the high roller runs tournaments. Yeah, they're just fabulous. I'll tell you what, you know, I, I worked for the PBA for over 20 years and I only worked a few times for the high roller staff, uh, taking care of the lanes for their tournament. But I talk about professional. This place, uh, the high rollers, uh, what a bunch of pros. And, you know, over the years, uh, Brad's been a sponsor of our radio show. And I always want to have him on a couple of times a year. And he's just a humble guy. He says, oh, no, I'll have somebody else, you know, uh, have Wendy on, have this guy, have Chet on. He always wants to deflect all of his popularity sure. to everybody else. So, you know, when I saw you there that night, I thought, oh, my God, you know, I'm going to get a hold of Wendy this time for sure again and have her come on. And he kind of talked me into having Chet. 
And he says, you'll never get checked because he doesn't like to talk to anybody, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> so he didn't and look turn it, out. He was absolutely correct, right? Exactly. In fact, Brad bet me five bucks. He says, you won't get him <laughs> on the show. And I says, yes, I will. And he, he admitted and committed to being on. And sure enough, at the last minute, he, he says, no, nah, I can't do it. I got a lot of things going on right now. I said, all right, well, I'm not going to bend your arm besides you know, I want to talk to Wendy, but... I and if I can add, Phantom, that's one of the greatnesses of Chet. He's behind the scenes at, that has and still does to this day runs a tournament flawless. The, the most unbelievable hours and dedication and full time for, you know, 40 years with the Edelmans. Um you know, he, he, you never see him, you never hear him, but yet he's the, one of the biggest, biggest, biggest parts of the success of High Roller. Well, I do know for a fact that uh, Brad does love him, and he loves you too, honey. He says, you do a fantastic job, and you allow him to have some free time and, and take a deep breath now and then because sure. you're a professional the way you do your job too. It's 100%, you know, and I, let me apologize about one little thing. You know, I, I cut your intro short because, as I said, uh, I won't have time to do the whole show. Uh, I'll be telling everybody about everything you've done. But, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that you were the player of the year. And a lot of people don't know this because time flies. But you were the player of the year in 96, 97. 99 and 2000 and, and you were voted by bowler's journal as the bowler of the decade and i'll tell you what what an honor that is because that period of time had some of the greatest women bowlers of all time so i bet you got a beautiful trophy someplace uh depicting i do and, and even more even more so phantom is is i have beautiful memories of a career that I would never change, you know, uh, absolutely blessed. I always refer to my career, our career, LPBT slash PWBA career. You know, we, we lived in the highlight and, and it was one of the greatest times of, of women's bowling and to be live on ESPN and uh, have your heart beat that certain way. It's what any and every you know, participant, athlete, it's what anybody ever dreamt of. And, um, you know, I just was really, really fortunate to be, to be, and blessed to be part of all of that. Well, I got to tell you, you know, I, I've never told you this, but, you know, I remember when you first started and you got together with my buddy, Sam Baca, he guided you through some early years and you were just total professional from day one. And that was way back in the day. And then when I went to work for Kegel years and years later, uh, I believe you were on the last show that I was involved with, with Kegel. And I was sitting right there in the front row at, at the settee. And you were standing right alongside of me getting ready to bowl. And, and I'll tell you what, you could just feel the power coming out of you. And I'll tell you, man, you're, <laughs> you're just beautiful. What a... I always told everybody, you could bowl with the men. I seriously. Ah, <laughs> uh, appreciate it, and and absolutely, and and the great success of 
people, athletes, bowlers, any profession, there's always a- everyone to thank for that. And Sam Baca played a huge part in my career, you know, gave me the tools n- needed. And it was just one of those things, you know, how when you click, click with someone and um, he, he just was a not only a, a phenomenal coach and is a phenomenal coach, but a, a phenomenal friend of mine that I, whom I love dearly. I know that, but uh, the thing I'm happy about with you and him is he didn't teach you how to gamble because Sam loves to bet on a horse now and then. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's like 158. If I can remember sitting in any sports books, I think he always took 158 in a trifecta. I think, I think those were, that was, if I'm, if I might remember correctly, those, he said, always take 158. Yeah. So I don't know how good of a gambler he was if he always took the 158. So he I don't was, know. He was the worst gambler in the world. He took me down <laughs> with him many times. But I loved him, too. And, and I'll tell you why. He always picked 158 because that was his bowling weight when he bowled the best on the tour back in the 60s. Are you serious? Yeah, I didn't thought, know that. Yeah, well, it's a, it, it never won either except for he, he won a couple titles. But uh, 158 never won. Uh, the the exact uh, whatever you call it at the track. <laughs> wait wait wait, Phantom. Are you telling me the truth, or you did did you just make that up? I just made it up, and I think he weighed about one fifty eight when he bowled good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna call him tomorrow and find out for sure. But he might one fifty one five eight. Take it, and you can <laughs> box it any way you want. Yeah yeah, I remember he said that to me a few times. Uh, in fact, one time, I think the horse is still running, and that was back in 75. <laughs> oh, so, boy. So, listen, you know, I got a, I got a question about, you know, you, your career was fabulous. Like you say, you've got another career now, and, and that happens to all of us. Um, I had a couple of different careers with a PBA, and now I work for Kegel. But uh, I know that you're retired. But uh, my question is, do you ever bowl recreationally, uh, you know, for fun uh, with your husband, Nick, or some friends? Do you ever go out there and just have a good time? I haven't been, um, only because somehow the competitiveness, um, I still want to win. And in order to do that, I must practice, and I put zero time and effort into it. I might as well not go out there. And and even I would much rather sit and watch and talk bowling with people than to actually do it because it doesn't, uh, it, you know, mad, it's very hard for anyone to be that competitive and then turn around and find it recreational because it, it isn't. It's still, you know, disappointment at errant shots and it's still, knowing you could do better and, and it's still all the, you know, all the other stuff. So if I go, I, I would much rather I'll sit and talk ball motion, bowling balls, you know, let me, let's discuss newest things out. Let's discuss how great storm stuff is. And, you know, that sort of stuff in my eyes, that's what I enjoy um, as a, as opposed to getting out and physically doing it only because I know I'll be nothing but disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I understand. You know, you know what? That's the truth. Most great athletes, uh, once it's over, it's over. You, it's hard to get them back out there because, like you say, the the comp- 
competitive part of it's not there anymore. But not only is High Roller one of our great sponsors, but I got a new sponsor, and he wants me to say a little one quick word about, you know, uh, he has now come out with a bowling shirt, and it's the all-time great Glenn Allison. And he has ah. a one-time souvenir shirt, and it's brand new. It's called the Glenn Allison 900 shirt. And you can enjoy a discount from Phantom Radio if you mentioned that you heard about it on our show. And this 900 shirt has an image of Glenn on it, and it says, 900, I did it. So call his friend and manager, Jerry Hale, and order it at 714-309-7587. And be the first in your area to get this historic souvenir shirt. So remember to call Jerry at 714-309-7587. Be sure to mention you heard about it on Phantom Radio. So we did that for Glenn, and Glenn's been a guest on the last few times. He's 92 years young, and he's still at it. And he says it's going to take him about two more years to pass Bill Lillard the all-time knocking down pins at the USBC. So I was going to say, wasn't uh, Mr. Allison just up here within the last couple of weeks? I believe uh, with his, uh, he he just was up here in Vegas yeah. pulling the Open Championships within the last couple of weeks. I believe I saw many of photos of him. Yeah, he uh, recently he was in a bad accident and broke his back, so he's not as ample, you know, nimble as he used to be. In fact, he's got to go to the line with a walker and just throw the ball one-handed. But, boy, I'll tell you, you talk about a competitor. He's averaging about 140, and he says it's going to take him two to three more years uh, to catch Bill Lillard, who was one of his best friends of all time in the all-time uh, knocking down the pins at the USBC. So, Good you know, for we, him. Yeah, he, 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 we told you better hang on, Glenn, because we want to be around when you break that record because you deserve it, my friend. And absolutely, you know, we wish him the best of luck, you know. But okay, so we got to talk a little bit about your job because people, I told people you were going to be on the show, and they go, "What? What does she do? You know, does she give lessons or what? You, you just take the money in?" I said, "I don't know. I'm going to find out exactly what she does." So. Give us a typical day at the workplace, my dear. Typical day would be, um, you know, phone call comes in and I'm a military. Well, first off, let me explain. High Roller, <clears throat> we run three tournaments um, right now this year. <clears throat> excuse me. We're running three tournaments. We run a January military bowling championships. Um, we in In April... We run a four-person handicap 840 max um, senior event, 50 and over. No military affiliation. It's cheaper if you're military, but it's just the requirement is 50 and over. And then um, in August, we run our August military team uh, classic. Now, the difference between if you were to say black and white, January is 100% military and DOD only. It is 100% scratch. It is six-person team, six, uh, six people, okay? Anything completely opposite of that is August. We allow guests in August. It's four-person as opposed to six. It's handicapped, 90% of 230. 
January is scratch. August is 840 max. So this year, um, we put out a brochure in December. Generally, we're about uh, eight months early, eight and a half months early on all, typically on all tournaments, eight and a half, nine months out is when he start when he gets brochures out for the upcoming years. Now, with that being said, reservation started in December, 1,200 full. We added another squad. So we're at 1,260 teams scheduled for August. So my day is typically exactly what I just explained to you, where someone would call on military. um, Tell me about, you know, I heard I heard I need. I heard I need to bowl this tournament in August. Yeah, everyone needs to bowl this tournament in August. You have no idea how phenomenal this tournament is, and all of our tournaments are. But, um, you know, explain the tournament. We offer individuals a chance to get on and hook them up with teams. Again, they're not high roller teams. We will, because it is so informal, all of this, they be, every person has become my friend, our friends. So they'll call Wendy, help. I need help. I need, we need a bowler. We need a military bowler. We can have a guest bowler. So on that, in that aspect, then we have our folder of individuals who have already paid. They're committed. These are the squads. That, these are the dates that they want to come to Vegas. And so we are the middleman between the individuals and the, um, and the teams. So everyone becomes our, our uh, family and friends. Um, you know, a typical day is adding side pots, mystery score. A typical day could be discussing bowling, discussing ball. I, I mean, Brad will start laughing. I'll have a 30-minute lesson on the phone. With, of course, if the <laughs> phones ring, I, I have to cut it short. But, you know, it is purely... Um, how can I assist? How can I help? We have a sub. We want to change it out. Let's do it. Illegal lineup. Let's change it around. So we're hands-on with every one of these teams. I prep everything for Brad um, to go into, and I prep it all for Chet, for averages. So there, it, through me, I'm just the beginning of it, and then it it gets sent to computer work from Brad, data from Chet, lineups, BTMs, averages, because each each one of those bowlers, we verify their average prior to the start of the tournament in August. In January, we are 100% scratch. We just verify that they have a current USBC card if we are USBC sanctioned. Um, so it is, of January is significantly easier in that aspect because don't forget all of us you know everyone is is still bowling right now and or just finishing up and or you know another week type of thing where we have to then wait for associations to upload averages so work's just starting right now for as far as getting averages for 5,000 bowlers in the (laughs) next two uh, yeah it's a it's a huge process phantom I know it is. So I need two more things. Number one, and I hope I don't catch you uh, a little bit cold here, but you didn't know I was going to ask you this. What's the website address? Our website is www.hi.h-i-g-h. And then you have to put a dash or a hyphen mark in it. Okay. So it's hi-roller, 
R-O-L-L-E-R.com, high-roller, high-roller.com. All right, number two, you say you, you field all these phone calls, and I know because I've called a couple of times. Uh, what's the phone number to get a hold of you or your assistants down there? We use uh, the only one, well, there's a couple, but the main uh, phone number into our office, 1-800-257-6179. All right. So one last question before you run out of time, and I know the time flies on this show. That's probably why they say it's the fastest show in all of sports. But, you know, I remember when I was on the road, I didn't bowl, but I was with all the guys, and I miss it. I miss the camaraderie, uh, you know, going week to week with all the guys and talking and having a good time, having a few drinks now and then. I'm sure that you have to miss some of that camaraderie you had when you were out there. But if you don't mind, do you have a quick story about when you were out <laughs> on the road? With no, a <laughs> you know what, Phantom? We, you included, we, all of us ladies, pre-cell phone um, era, we lived during the best time because there's never any video or, or proof of any of this. <laughs> and what, right? I mean, I would hate to really see what it was all about. And we, we, the some of the greatest things that ever happened. You're disappointed that we've I've missed, but for the most part, I, I mum's the word. We can never speak about what what went on, and there's absolutely no proof of it, which is even better. But I, you know what the 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 ladies, my friends, it was I just attended the uh, USPC Hall of Fame, and I had, uh, you know, tears with each and every one of them of great, uh, of happiness to see each other. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, such phenomenal friends, and we laugh, and we, and we discuss this and that, and the wild carrier. I, I mean, I can remember watching Alita Sill in, in uh, Lita, Lita Sill in um, New Orleans. Um, bring in a bowling ball. Next thing you know, the whole bar is doing shots out of her weight hole in her bowling ball. You know, it's yeah. just, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't just me and I. It was us, and we we all there was you know twenty of us that there was very particular nights of of greatness and fun and laughter and stories that we'll never forget. Um, you know, and, and I can remember again, bowling in Florida, we had a, we bowled a daytime format where we would bowl 9am starting early in the morning. So we might start at nine and we'd be done at about two and we would have a fishing derby every night. So <laughs> all of us had purchased, purchased fishing poles. All of us had gotten, um, you know, all necessary lures, hooks. And we had become friends with a couple people on the pier, and they brought us bait every day. So we would have, they would meet up with us, and you know that was with myself, Carol Giannotti, Maxine Nabel, Neil Grijalva, Milligan. Um, it was with Michelle Feldman, um, Stacy Ryder. We did uh, a fishing derby every night for six nights straight. You know, just still uh, so many great memories and so many fantastic people across the country. It was wonderful. 
yes, phantom. It was. It was, it, it was great. You know, I, I remember you hanging around with Carol Giannotti, and, and she was one heck of a bowler, too. She she was reminding me in some ways of Leanne Hulsenberg. Uh, I've never seen anybody play inside as well as Carol and Leanne, you know. Uh, yeah. Like they could play with the men, too, just like you could. But yep. I'm looking Let at the old clock. Let me see this real quick. Let me see this real quick with Carol. I can remember one fall fall swing. She led like uh, like five tournaments in the in a row. Led wow. led lost second place. Wow! She, on the TV show, led lost second place. Led lost second place. So like the fourth one, she lost. It's probably like twenty minutes. I go into the bar. She looks at me, and her fingers are um, stuck to the to the bar. And she had had um, Tuwaka was her favorite. Yeah. And she had some Tuwaka, and they're all lined up, and they're gone in 20 minutes. <laughs> and her fingers are stuck to the bar because it's a sticky, sweet drink. Yeah. Um, and she looks at me, and she turns around, and she goes, just remember. And I go, I go, what, Carol? And she goes, nobody ever remembers who comes in second. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, she was awesome. Uh I'll tell you what, and like you say, uh, there's nothing like the memories, the camaraderie. I'm going to have you oh, back yeah. on because I'm going to get some stories out of you because I know you got a hundred <laughs> of them in there. And, and I won't reveal them all till about six months before I die. That's when I'm going to write my last book. Well, it's going to be called The Final Final. It'll be wonderful with all kind of great stories. But uh, Phantom fans, the old clock on the wall tells me we're out of time and we look forward to talking to all of you again next week. We'll have another interesting guest to talk to. And want to thank our sponsors, Storm Bowling and Brad Edelman at the High Roller. And also Dave Kowalski, the bowling guru from Michigan. So one last word. What do you got to say goodbye, honey? What do you got? Health, happiness, and love to you all. And I love you, Phantom. Thank you for having me. Oh, Wendy, thank you. You take care. And I'm going to be in touch. We're going to tell some stories next time, okay? <laughs> uh, uh, if I can remember them. I'm, every day I get older, I forget a little bit more. <laughs> I'll squeeze them out of you. So, <laughs> from Phantom Radio, this is the Phantom. When you're down and troubled And you need some love and care And nothing Oh, nothing is going right Close your eyes and think of me